You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. It is Cyber Monday, the day to find deals online. It's expected to come in with around $12 billion in spending, up 5.4% from a year ago. Footlocker shares are down 4.5%. Analysts at City are advising investors to sell Footlocker shares. They believe Footlocker still has too much unsold inventory, which is forcing it to cut prices. Bye Bye Baby is making a comeback with physical stores selling cribs and car seats. The chain's being revived after going bankrupt along with its former print company Bed Bath & Beyond. The new owners plan to open 100 stores in the U.S. in the next three years and want to expand internationally. The chain plans to offer staff expertise as well as exclusive products. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jim Kosova, invested in you. Between global jihad, China, Russia, and our southern border, we are in for a long and protracted battle. You need to prepare for the worst. Protect your home, protect your family, and protect your investments. It's time to reach out to the Oxford Gold Group. They make it simple for whether you are buying more gold, diversifying your 401k, or buying gold for the first time. Call 833-995-GOLD or visit jessekellygold.com. That's Jesse Kelly Gold. News Talk 96.5K. Bell, Bro Bridge, Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at MatthewJames.com. Israeli hostages. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Hamas expected to release them soon. The last group of the last day of a ceasefire. A lot of Zaycheks already had two cousins set free, but tells Fox four more are still held captive. My cousin, her husband, and their three-year-old twins. And so we are very anxiously awaiting news about them. An American-Israeli girl among those released yesterday. Four-year-old Abigail Idan, the four-year-old orphan who was she was uh, with her parents when they were killed. Now, among the others released yesterday, the nine children, six of those other kids had at least one parent that was killed. That's Fox's Alex Hogan in Israel, which is planning to release 33 more Palestinian prisoners. There is talk extending the pause and fighting Israeli government spokesman Ilan Levy says, We want to see the second stage of that agreement uh, go into place to the extent that Hamas is interested to release more hostages. Uh, I've seen the reports that Hamas says that it can't locate all of them. That is, of course, horrific. President Biden wants the truce to last longer to get more humanitarian aid into Gaza. The U.S. has been targeted again in the Middle East, a warship the USS Mason hit, or targeted rather, while stopping the hijacking of a ship. U.S. officials tell us two missiles were then fired from a part of nearby Yemen controlled by the Iran-backed Houthi militia. They landed in the sea about 11 miles from the Mason. That's Fox's Jonathan Savage. Later this hour, a Burlington, Vermont man, Jason Eaton, goes to court facing charges in Saturday night shooting that left three men of Palestinian descent wounded. The nation's largest Muslim civil rights organization is calling on state and federal law enforcement to look into a potential bias motive. Two of them were wearing traditional Palestinian scarves called kafiyas when the suspect confronted them. Fox's Molly Line is back to school this morning for kids in Portland, Oregon. They haven't been in class since Halloween because of a teacher strike. 
that ended with a tentative contract last night. America's listening to Fox News. All right, Christmas will be here before we know it. If you're looking for a really special gift, I encourage you to check out the firearms made right here in America by our great friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, you start by going to their website, henryusa.com, order their free holiday gift guide, and they'll mail it with free decals that you can use for stocking stuffers. Perfect timing. Folks, when you give someone a Henry, you're giving them a work of art that is built with the finest craftsmanship I've ever seen as a collector. Now, their performance is top-notch. Mine were accurate, all of them, right out of the box. They shoot smooth and straight, and they have been reliable ever since. They have over 200 models of rifles and shotguns and revolvers to choose from. One of the things I like the most about these firearms, they're family heirlooms. They'll always be backed by the company's lifetime warranty. So if you want to put something that's made in America under the tree this Christmas, HenryUSA.com. Get their free gift guide and their decals today. That's HenryUSA.com. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Hello, welcome to Moon Show. I am back, ready. I'm going to say better than ever, but I am back. It is. It's great to be back. It really is. Uh, had a good time being off, being with the family. Enjoyed Thanksgiving, thanking the good Lord for all the blessings he's given us. Got to see family members laugh, cut up like the rest of y'all. Hope you did. Hope you spent some time uh, uh, with your family and having a good time. And it's, it's always good to be thankful. And Thanksgiving should bring that up as the left tries to get rid of Thanksgiving as a holiday. And they are. <laughs> they try to get rid of Thanksgiving. 
Anyway, great to be back. 844-766-6607. All right, Brandon, because we didn't give away pecans Thursday and Friday. And today we're going to give away not one, not two, but three pecan winners today. All you got to do is the Cane River Pecan giveaway. We've been doing this for 13 years maybe. So we're going to give away three today. All you got to do is email me, moon at moongrafon.com, moon at moongrafon.com. Say you want to win, leave me your physical, excuse me, your physical address. So if you win, what I do when a computer picks this thing, I forward it to Cane River Pecans, boom, they sent it. So I got to have an address. Some of you people are, are not putting your address on. I get it. You're just rushing to, hey, I want to win. But I've had some people win. I always do every year, and they don't give an address. Why don't you pick them and call them and get the address? Because I got, right now I must have a 700 people that qualify for this thing already. Maybe even more. It might be 1,000. I don't know. I got a bunch in just during the holidays. But uh, anyway, we're going to give away some cane rib pecans. We appreciate them. And if you're looking to gift someone, if you're a company, man, you ought to go to cane rib pecans and see. I'm telling you, with the people and the companies that I send this to and the businesses, they love them some cane river pecans. And you will too, I promise you. So anyway, 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline. That's one way to get on. I do have my climate, so I'm laughing. I keep reading all these articles. They're written in the Advocate, especially about the climate and the seas and Louisiana's in trouble. All BS and bunk. And uh, you notice they're not doing as much, Brandon, since it's not hot every day. They don't, they don't mention climate change a whole lot, do they? But they do still bring it up. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, well, I ain't the dumbest thing. Wearing a mask for a virus probably is as dumb. And uh, sucking air. And putting it down in the ground is as dumb as anything I've ever heard. And they call them that saving the planet. And the federal government's giving out hundreds of billions, if not trillions of dollars to people to suck air out the ground, out there. Just suck air. Just vacuum it out and put it in the ground, calling it uh, economic development and saving the planet. What stupidity. But anyway, climate czar Stephen Paul will join us at 1030. Looking forward to that. Anyway, I had a good time. Watched a lot of football like everybody else. Yes, Brandon, Auburn should have beat Alabama. That was the weirdest game I've ever seen. I do think uh, Jalen, uh, Jaden uh, Daniels should be the Heisman Trophy. He's a, it, see, once again, they, they, they could get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Just like to do with the playoffs, Brandon, last year. They didn't get the best four teams. They got mm-hmm. the best four resumes. That's a dumb system to see. When you got TCU, no cut on you, made it to the final game and gave up 70 when Alabama should have been sitting there. This year would be no different probably. The difference is you're going to have a lot of teams with these resumes, Brandon, that are undefeated and impressive. Yeah. But when you know, you know what the quarterback said, the Auburn quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, because I watch, you, you know, I'm big college football. Yeah, I watch yeah. all LSU, mm-hmm. all Alabama. I watch all the Florida, Florida game. I watch, and I'm SEC big time, like, like most mm-hmm. people out here. But the Florida State, uh, I'm sorry, the quarterback for Auburn okay. was a kid that transferred from Michigan State. Mm-hmm. He played up there two or three years. He was a starter. Okay. They interviewed him after the game and asked him about the SEC comparison to Big Ten. He said, I'll be honest with you, I was a Big Ten. I thought we played the best college. He said, I don't believe that no more after playing. <laughs> 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 yeah. and, that, and that's a fact. So yeah, yeah. it's really almost impossible. When they go to 12 teams, maybe they'll get it right. Mm. But it's really almost impossible two, four teams to get it because you're comparing resumes. Yeah. You're not comparing the quality of competition. I'm right? sorry. Someone's going to always either be left out or you're going to always going to have, especially if you move to 12, 
more teams in it than deserve to compete for a national championship. Yeah, they're going to have teams in it that will never have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's okay. That's what they want to do, and it'd probably be great for sport. And people have a lot more money and be good for sport and all that stuff. Uh, but I was just laughing at that because I'll make one prediction, just one mm-hmm. prediction, college football. If Alabama does not beat Georgia next Saturday, and, and Georgia's going to be the favorite, and Georgia probably got a better team. But if Alabama don't beat Georgia, I'm predicting Georgia national championship with no problem. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have any problem against me. Unless they come out and turn that ball over three or four times, which is part of the game, I think Georgia's just going to romp through. The only team can beat Georgia, <clears throat> I think, is Alabama. That may be a de facto national championship game. <laughs> well, his would be funny. What if Alabama beats Georgia but Texas loses and Florida State loses? <laughs> and they, and uh, the only undefeated team is really Michigan. See, you can make my head hurt talking about no, all these oh, scenarios. No, 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 no. It does me too. But just think, though, if it ran like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's, it's Alabama and Georgia got to go in. Mm-hmm. If Alabama beats Georgia, Alabama and Georgia ought to be in the Final Four. And Alabama's only got one loss. Alabama has one loss. Then I agree. Georgia has one loss. I because agree. what they're doing is they're saying, well, Texas beat Alabama the second game of the season. They did. Yeah. You got to look at it. I agree. I agree with that. So Alabama cannot jump Texas and they end up with the same record. You agree with that? Alabama can't jump can't Texas because Texas, Texas, Texas beat them head to head. Yeah, yeah. You okay with that? I'm okay with Most that. Most people are okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if Alabama beats Georgia head to head, how does Georgia get to the playoffs if Alabama does? I know. I hear you. And, I, and you know how I feel about winning your own conference. Georgia's been number one mm-hmm. almost the whole year. Yeah, but that doesn't matter to me, though. It's just because someone thought they were that good doesn't mean that they are that good. Well, now, they, you prove it on the field. Once again, though, Brandon, now you're talking about best teams, mm-hmm. not best resumes. Exactly. they picking the best resumes. Mm-hmm. They didn't pick the best teams last year. Mm-hmm. Just telling you. That's, Look that's how just, well that ended up for Yeah, us. that ended up real good. They upset Michigan. And then get your brains beat out. Michigan wouldn't have fared much better anyway. No, no. But I'm telling you, I'm not saying they. Let me just put it. I'm not saying Georgia can't be beat. Mm-hmm. I just think the best shot at beating Georgia is this weekend, right. and I don't even know if that's doable. So when I look at them playing these other teams, I just I kind of shake, roll my eyes at them because I just don't think they're in the class now. You know, people can. It's opinions only, Brandon. It's only just an opinion. I think the best team to beat them is next week. Uh, don't mean they can beat them because Georgia's really good. So I think Georgia wins three in a row if Bama loses to them. And uh, they're going to be about at least five-point favored. To be. You know, other thing, Brandon, I kind of get out of college for about – I've noticed this for many years now. Mm-hmm. You notice how we don't want gambling around sports? <laughs> Yeah. How do you think they get a five point spread, Brad? Do you think the NCAA comes up with that? No. It's all based on gamblers and money. The whole the whole college experience now and the professional experience now is all based off gambling. Every bit of it. Nobody gets no I just fall out laughing at how much gambling is involved in college and professional sports. He's already involved directly. Okay. Whatever you say. When the guys talk on TV, ESPN has Brandon. They have total shows on Sunday morning. Totally, total shows on the gambling of professional football. The whole show. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I get a kick out of watching it because I, I love watching the sport. But it's all associated with gambling. I know it's supposed to be. 
Okay. You win. It don't supposed to be. That don't mean it's not because all they ever show is a point spread. So-and-so is eight-point favorite, ten-point favorite. You got more and more people gambling. And I'll tell you the second thing, Brandon, that really picked up gambling in the state and the country, okay, is fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Fantasy football has taught people how to put money down on something. Brandon, you realize you can bet, like in a regular football game, you can bet on uh, who's going to make the first field goal, <laughs> who's going to score the first touchdown, who's going to get the first first down. Who, ready for this one? Who's going to win the toss? Yeah. Brandon, you can bet on all that now. But sports has nothing to do with gambling, folks. They bet if somebody's going to hit a home run in a game. You can bet on anything now. I, I think it's a stupid way, my opinion, uh, a stupid way to call something like that economic development. It's, it's, it's not. But don't tell me how sports and college sports and professional sports, uh, that gambling has nothing to do with it. Because gambling's all over it. It's, it's a shame, I think. But Anyway, I watch it. I love it. I still watch it. I could care less who's favorite. Uh New Mexico, uh, Brandon Auburn was favored over New Mexico by 30 points and got beat. <laughs> That's what happens when you have the letdown from the Alabama game. <laughs> I mean, but yet Auburn should have beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Auburn outplayed Alabama. Mm-hmm. It just, they just they didn't win a game. No, it's unbelievable. Anyway, that was my weekend. A little bit of fishing. Absolutely a lot of fishing. <laughs> yeah. A lot of football, a lot of fishing, a lot of family. Family, fun. Family fishing, football, Brandon. I mean, that's the four F's. I had I had a F weekend. Yeah, you had an effed up weekend. <laughs> yeah, I had an effed up weekend. I think that's safe to say. All right, when we get back, closed primaries. Will Democrats keep riding abortion, killing of a baby, winning elections? And in Caddo Parish, the recounts on. I'll explain that when we get back. about how you spend your money in retirement what comes to mind probably travel sunny beaches and spoiling your grandchildren but a recent survey found that over 30 percent of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes baby boomers were told for years to save money in their iras and 401ks and pay taxes later well now that day has arrived and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to uncle sam john blanchett and the matthew james financial group can help what if you could Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. You know what? Trust means everything when you're selling or buying a home. And I know this for a fact. Nicole Spellman Group, they're the ones that you have to depend on because they're the ones you can trust. And trust means everything. Your biggest possession, your most prized investment is your home. And I trust Nicole Spellman Group every single time. If I'm going to sell my home or buy a home, Nicole Spellman Group, you got to have somebody you can trust. That's Nicole Spellman Group. You know, the average realtor only spends a few hundred dollars a month marketing for you. The Nicole Spellman Group spends tens of thousands every month, every month to attract new and more buyers, which increases demand to sell your home faster. And guess what? For top dollar. 
That's why I trust the number one team serving the entire state of Louisiana, the Nicole Spellman Group, to sell my home. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home, the Nicole Spellman Group. So do this now. Go online to NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, or just Google Nicole Spellman Group. Nicole Spellman Group, I'm telling you right now, why go anywhere else? She's the real deal. And they're saying about me, Brad, happy, happy to be here. Happy, hope you're happy to be here as well. 844-766-6607, Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Your opportunity to be a voice. So Caddo Parish had 43,000 votes, and one vote separates uh, Whitehorn and uh, who's other? Nichols. Whitehorn won by one vote. So if I, if I heard this right, Brandon, we can go ahead and play that, that, play that last clip. Uh, l- listen to this clip and not going back and counting every vote and not going back and counting any machine votes. Those votes have been certified. Listen to this. Well, those don't change. Those are done on machine and the, the numbers have already been certified. They, they don't change. It's the only thing that possibly could change would be the mail-in. So the about que- 7,000 mail-in. Okay. Votes. So the question is, uh, I think it's a hand count of seven thousand votes but only the mail-in uh, you know we had an argument about this when people run for secretary of state how you know you vote counted all that kind of stuff so uh is it right just to count that and not go back through the machine count or is there no uh, way to go back and look at all of those when you're talking about one vote man that's a big deal now brandon do you have that that clip or piece that tracy read this morning Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I, she, I mean, I she, have the information. She made the point that, that it was in that article, in that in the deal that Tracy read this morning, was that uh, she just she was making a comment that somebody's already said that they know of a vote or two, some people that voted twice. Yeah, uh, so de- apparently four dead people voted. Four dead people voted. Um, and then you had two people that voted twice. So there's like an eight vote, seven to eight vote difference that could be made in this recount okay and made in what way uh, and that's the question that's the question you don't know we don't know whether what candidates the dead people were voting for so the- i'm just taking cattle parish uh so they had a this is the part that's going to come in folks you know what i'm getting ready to say uh whitehorn if i'm saying it wrong somebody let me know is whitehorn black well i'm looking at this there ain't no guarantee. Okay. Yeah, that's got to be. Yeah, that's definitely. If Whitehorn's right. black yeah. Democrat and uh, uh, the other guy, Nicholson, is white, and the black dude won. If they overturn this election, it won't have anything to do with. You got to listen to me. It's not going to have anything to do with what's right. You got to go back and recount something here. If all they're going to recount is 7,000 voted, it is what it is. Point being is, if they flip it, I'm just getting Caddo Parish prepared. Uh, there's going to be some people that don't take too kindly of black guy losing and the white guy winning after the black guy won on election day. I, 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 it worries me. Now, what I want to happen, I don't care who the sheriff is. 
I don't live up there. I don't. I would have known who to vote for. I don't know any candidates, so I'm out of that part of it. Okay. And uh, my my personal opinion, my personal opinion that that's going to be the problem. It shouldn't be the problem. You know, you got to have a recount. You have to have a recount in an election system. So if the deal is that certified on the things that's in the machine, and we're only going to count the 7,000 votes, whatever comes out of that is going to be the way it needs to be. If that's what the, the rules say, if that's what the law says, then it shouldn't be a problem. It should not matter what color the person is. It should not matter the party they're in. It should not matter at all. They recount these votes, and if it flips, then it flips. But I'm just telling you what's coming if it flips. I hope I'm wrong. It's going to be race on everything, and I, I don't want that to happen up there. It don't need to be race. It just doesn't need to be race. It just needs to be recount. That's, it's, that, it's just that simple. It's not... It's really not that complicated, folks. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's not that complicated, Brian. They got a system in place. You agree? As long as you just go by those systems. So whoever wins, if Whitehorn wins, congratulations. If it swings to the other guy, congratulations. I don't want it to turn into a race deal. I got a bad feeling that's what might happen. And I, like I said, I don't know either one. I don't know if they're both Democrat, uh, both Republican. I don't know any of that. I don't know the people. I've never met the people. I don't know who's a good guy or a bad guy. Apparently it's split down the middle on who people like. But when they decide who's going to win this thing and they decide by the recount, we're going to have to live with it. This ain't, a, this ain't what they did to Donald Trump. This is just straight up vote deal up and down. We're not counting votes in Louisiana. But, you know, if you were in Pennsylvania, we'd still be counting votes from Saturday for last. If you were in California, we might count votes for three more weeks. That's not one of those deals. But what bothers me is what could still happen if it flips. That's what bothers me. It, it troubles me to no end. And, and, and like I said, I have no dogs in the, in the fight. I have nobody. You people know more about it than me. When I saw that... White guy, black guy, white guy wins by white, black guy wins by one vote. If it's overturned, I just hope there's not trouble. I pray to God there won't be any trouble. Take a break. Be right back.
It's gumbo season. This year, I want you to try some Rage and Cajun authentic roux and let Rage and Cajun roux do the hard work for you. Using just two simple ingredients, Rage and Cajun roux is slow cooked for six hours for the perfect dark and rich tasting gumbo. You can find Rage and Cajun roux and Rage and Cajun original Cajun seasoning in all your favorite grocery stores today. Folks, ask them for that Rage and Cajun. Try all your great Rage and Cajun products. Ask for them by name in the grocery store. Raging Cajuns, folks. This food is great. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day, more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at line.one. Line.one. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to line.one and tell them Moon sent you. Attention small. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Show. Great to have you with us, folks. Great to be back. Hope you had an awesome, awesome Thanksgiving as we roll toward Christmas. 844-766-6607 is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. The only other thing I'll say before we take some calls is that uh, somebody made a good point that, uh, you know, something like this, if it doesn't go the way the left wants it to go, make it a big issue, gigantic issue. And I just, I... Somebody says, well, I, I hope that I, I'm the one saying I hope that doesn't happen. I'm not talking about the election. The results are the results. I got somebody that kind of knows what's going on. Robin in Shreveport. Robert, what's going on? I'm doing good. Can you hear me, Moon? Yes, sir. Hey, you just fine. Okay. I just want to make sure the truck was okay. You know, we're um, talking about two things here. One, they've got the absentee ballots are going to cost uh, count. Now, when those things come in, they have like a card stock on the outside of them. That's an affidavit, which has got their name on it. It's got their mother's maiden name. It's got their signatures and voter signatures. If any of that is not present, it gets kicked out to look at by the Board of Election Supervisors, and they have to look at that. And once those things are separated, 
They're separated, so you can't tell who voted what. They run those things through a scanner. If there's any ambiguity whatsoever in it, then it's kicked out again, and the Board of Election Supervisors look at that. And maybe somebody put a, a large oval on one and a little bitty something on the other, or sometimes they'll circle them and X them and initial them. If we can tell what the uh, intent of the voter is, Okay. You know, they let that go through. But if they don't have that stuff on the affidavit, oh, I was going to say one thing. If if there is any ambiguity, uh, then it's looked at by the board. Now, I don't know if they're going to look at all 7,000 and count them. They said they're talking about running them through the scanners. If they run through the scanners and pull anything, that's ambiguous. But uh, that's one thing. That's today. Other thing is, in the next year or so, uh, state's going to be looking at new voter machines. Correct. And the problem we have with these current ones is we can't go in and verify whatever the machine says. And uh, we need to get to the point where we can do that, something that is um, that's a separate record that is verified by the uh, people that vote by looking at it and see if it's printed. And it's an audit trail. It's kept separate. So. Robert, if, let me ask you a quick uh, question. Does need to pull the machines. They've got paper they can pull. I'm done. Go ahead. I, 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 just a couple of questions. Number one is, I mean, I, uh, regular voting machines all through the computer, they count them, I understand that. But when you get these mail-in voters, do you run them through the same machine? Do you run them through a scan? What do you, how do you, what do you run them through? Okay, hang on here. What's this thing doing? Okay, I'm back. Oh, did you hear my question? I said, well, I'm you, not. You, you got... You got these machines. I'm trying to get off of the truck. I'm off the truck now. Ask your question again. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. So you run you run the uh, you run them you run a regular voting machine. We don't have a backup. You say, but when you get these mail in ballots, you run them through the same voting machine. You run them through a scan. Well, I mean, how does oh, that no, work no, on mail in ballots? Scanner. There's no. There's another scanner that for the voter registration office. These don't go through the machines. They come in by hand. Again, those affidavits are inspected and and uh, torn off once they're through anything that doesn't work set to the side. They'll take those ballots and they'll scan them through a scanner, but if there's anything about them that's not clear, then they get set aside. Okay. And they're looked at by the members of the Board of Election Supervisors to determine if we can determine what their vote really was. If okay. it's not there, it's not counted. Okay, let me, the last question, uh, Robert. Uh, John Nicholson's calling in. I'm going to put him on real quick. Question for you is, oh, yeah. so there's a procedure... And this is really where all I was getting to early in the day. I just don't want something to go nuts after if it, if it, if it changes. But there's a procedure, and the procedure is going to be followed. And, and looking at the procedure, do you think it's a fair procedure for both sides? That's kind of where I want to go. Well, it should be fair with the absentee ballots and those that come in with paper. And uh, I know they'll scrutinize that. I'm sure John can tell you better whether they're doing an actual count of all 7,000 or just scanning and doing the things that aren't uh, clear. But uh, the problem is, and we can't do anything about this right now, let's be clear about that. But in next year in the new machines that we buy for the state, we need to make sure there's an independent uh, verified audit trail or paper trail so that when these things kind of come up, you can actually audit the machines too. So, yeah, by the way, that's, Nancy Landers. That's something for us to remember in the future because these machines are probably going to affect ten or twenty years of our voting. Let me let you talk to John. All He'll right, know thanks. better now. Appreciate the call. All right, let's thanks. move on. Uh, John Nicholson's called, and we sure gonna put him up. Uh, Caddo Sheriff uh, candidate who ran, who actually lost for one on the first official vote. John, how you doing? Moon, how you doing? Thanks uh, for having me. Yes, no, no problem. Glad you called. Well, John, I. My big thing was, 
I just want the process to be handled right. If the process is handled right, you or the, or the gentleman, uh, Mr. Whitehorn, shouldn't have a problem as long as the process is handled right. Am I, am I okay with saying that way? Well, look, right, th- there's a process for dealing with contested elections. That process involves a recount and sometimes litigation. Of course, we're going to follow that process, and sure. at the conclusion, uh, whoever is successful will be the next sheriff of Caddo Parish. Yeah, and that's that. And to me, that's all that matters right now. Now, they can't go back and look at machine stuff. They said it's already certified, so it gets down about seven thousand votes or so. Now, I was reading a deal. This was all the way in Lafayette. That's why I was covering it. They said there were uh, there's some accusations of uh, some dead people voting, some people voting more than once. Is is that true, or do you can you even say anything about that right now? Yeah, look, I can. The the individuals voting more than once is something that the clerk of court disclosed to us after the election. Uh, There's no suggestion that either of those two individuals was acting with nefarious intent. We're not suggesting that they did. In fact, we're taking pains not to disclose their names because we don't want to embarrass them, both elderly. Uh, So we we know that happened. Uh, We also know of at least one occasion on which uh, a voter went into a voting machine and uh, two ballots were registered as cast. And then on the on the the individuals being deceased as of election day, uh, and I'm told this is an area of the law in Louisiana that's not resolved in terms of which way it goes. But there are individuals who voted absentee or sent their ballots in and then passed away before election day, mm-hmm. uh, and so they were not alive when election day occurred. There's there's no suggestion. Uh, so far as I know at this point, that uh, that someone voted for a person or on behalf of a person who was deceased. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I appreciate you clearing that up because that was a, a feed of something that came out down here. And uh, like I said, my big worry was if if, if it does flip and you win, is not I'm not worried about that. I don't know. I never met you, John. If I did, I said I didn't because I, I don't remember meeting you. I never met Mr. Whitehorns. I don't have a dog in the hunt at all. I just want the system the back system to be fair. But if you happen to win, I just don't want people uh, freaking out. And uh, I don't want people freaking out if, if Mr. Whitehorn still wins. I just want people to keep their heads well, about it because I, there's a process I, I don't they got to go through. And I wanna, that's right. I, and I want to be clear to, uh, to your listeners and to the entire community in Caddo Parish. We're going to follow a process. We're going to respect the process. And when it's concluded, we'll have a sheriff. So uh, yeah. th- there should be no... Uh, uh, you know, anything other than accepting uh, the process when it's concluded. Let me ask a question, uh, last question, John, and thank you for calling in. Uh, is the process that they're going to go through to recount these votes, or put them through the scan or whatever, do you and Mr. Whitehorn have representatives that get to go watch the process? I'm just kind of curious how that works. Yes, the, yes, that's going on right now. I've got representatives there. Mr. Whitehorn does as well at <laughs> the public meeting in the basement of the Caddo Parish Courthouse. So that, that's all uh, uh, all transparent, and there, there are plenty of people engaged as we speak in that process. Is it is it, a, is it 10 people involved, 20, or do you have any idea? You know, I'm not there personally, so I don't know, but my, my impression is that there are dozens of okay. observers in the audience, including representatives of both candidates, and then there's a board of election supervisors and staff who are actually doing the recount. Okay, so they get to watch it right there. At any point, do you know they can say, hey, I got a question about one? Or that's really not set up that way. Well, look, the, the, the issue with the process from our perspective is that we requested 
of the Board of Election Supervisors a hand recount, right, uh, to make sure we got this right. And uh, because of the timing, we understand uh, the board elected to do it by machine. Mm -hmm. So th there's really not an opportunity today, to my understanding, for there to be uh, a ballot-by-ballot ballot visual inspection of the absentee ballots. And, and you know, I, I think that's going to have to happen at some point. Yeah, I was going to ask you because if it if it comes back for you or for Mr. Whitehorn, I would think if it was me, I would say I want the final test to be hand-to-hand -hand combat, so to speak, and allow these people, both you representative from him and you, be able to watch the process and participate in the process. So I'm going to be surprised if it doesn't take one more. By the way, is that process available, John? Uh, yes, and I, I should say, uh, I mean, I've practiced law for 20 years, but I, I don't practice in this area of the law, so I'm relying on uh, on good folks who do. But I understand that a hand recount is part of the process if either candidate files a lawsuit after okay. we get done uh, yeah, with, so that's, with the machine recount shortly. Yeah, so in other words, there won't be no big fight to get that done. That's something that you can't get done. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm told. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, sir, thank you so much. God bless, John. I wish you the best of luck. Wish the gentleman that you're running against. Like I said, I don't really know either one of y'all, so I wish him the best of luck. I just hope the process works its way out like it should, and whoever's the winner is declared to win another person to say congratulations. Because I, I mean, one vote, come on, man, that, that's yeah. tough for me. Either side, that's awful tough. I tell you, I, I, I was prepared for a variety of outcomes last Saturday, but not for the dime to land on its side. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was an experience that I just, just wasn't ready for. But that, stranger things have happened. I, there, let, look, real, I appreciate you. No, I, I, no, real quick, let me ask you one more question. It's kind of funny. So you, you, you get up and it's one vote. Y'all had to run and then go through the, uh, the runoff. And I'm y'all sitting there going, this is over tomorrow. This is over tonight. And it's still not over. And I'm going, God, it's got to be mentally. Well, look, I, it's got to be torture, you know, brother. Uh, my, my, yeah, well, look, and, you know, my, my wife and I have, uh, we have four kids. One's in college, three are still home. So the three still home are sitting with us uh, at a table in the restaurant. And uh, towards the end of the night, we're, we're saying, well, you know, we, we might win, we might lose. But then somebody walks up to the table with the, with the results, and it's one vote. I just look at my children and it's like, kids, I don't know what to tell you. This is. Uh, uh, this is really extraordinary. So, it is. look, uh, we're, we're going to deal with it as best we can. We're going to respect the process when it's over, and everybody will move on. That's uh, that's yeah. our goal. Well, like I said, I hope that's the goal of both of y'all, and, and God bless you and Mr. Whitehorn. I know it's a tough process, and it's a shame. Go through the process, go through the runoff, and still now have a winner. John, God bless. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, all right. Thanks, man. Take care. All right, all right. Let's take a break. I know we're running behind the break. 844-766-6607. That's the cattle. If she is joining me, that was a cattle, one of the candidates in the cattle sheriff race. 43,000 basically voted. And the gentleman, Mr. Whitehorn, beat Mr. Nicholson by one vote. So they're doing a recount. Maybe one more recount after that. All right, we got to take a break. Be right back. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods is striving to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwood stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, 
Pain and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. Their corporate office is right here at Bruce Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you, they can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you hit it that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. We're going abroad. Move on, show man, man. Welcome back. What a what a situation they have in Cato. But there's a process for this. There's a process that neither side should be mad at the process. I told y'all what I think will happen if it flips, and I'm I'm, I'm sticking to that. But I don't want that to happen. Uh, and like I said, I, as far as knowing, he is one of the gentlemen I really know. And maybe maybe I met him, but I don't know him as in no one. Okay. So it's uh, it's just uh, one vote, and and you know what I read, seventy only thirty percent. Now tell me if I'm wrong. I was reading this, and only thirty percent of the voters turned out. Cano Parish a pretty good size. Uh, every vote count range true in a race suspension with more than seventy percent of people not voting in this election. More than seventy. You had less than thirty percent turnout in the election. So if you're going down the road saying, dang, I like Whitehorn, I like Nicholson, uh, then you're kicking yourself in the fanny because your vote got it, but maybe you were hunting or fishing, which is probably more important. Maybe taking a vacation, which is probably, you know, more important than voting. I mean, who, who needs to go vote, folks? I vote. It's not important, remember? Not important. If I'm going down the road, I'm in Cato, I ain't letting nobody know I didn't vote. You ought to be embarrassed. My special need child voted. All right, let's go to Ron and Blanchard. Ron, how you doing? Doing good. Morning. How you doing, Luke? Doing good, sir. Good. Uh, I was hoping John would have brought it up, but I don't know if you had heard uh, American guys on American Ground Radio had brought up something last week about uh, a coincidence, uh, so-called coincidence, with the Kettle Parish Commission. They actually had a food drive 
on. Oh no, I knew. I heard drive. about that. I heard about the food drive. And the uh, the day before I heard it on American Ground, they actually had a blog with the president of the commission on with uh, Whitehorn. Uh, and he was explaining to Whitehorn what, what they did, how many people they had, and what they were doing, asking them to go vote. And he, and he made the statement that next year they're going to do this, but they're actually going to make the people uh, show proof that they voted before they're giving any food. Yeah. Now, that's with taxpayer money. Yeah, I heard of, I heard I about that, I, and, I, and I heard that they had put a lot of these things around some of the precincts, and then they moved them away right at the precinct. <laughs> Uh, well, there was 10 of them, 10 of them total. They had to move two of them because they were within the 600 feet of the precinct. The rest of them were just outside the 600 feet. I mean, the, the president of the, of the commission stated that they had people backed up for miles, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. you know, what's hundreds sad. and hundreds of voters, you know, well, that 30% vote, uh, turnout would have been a whole lot less had we not had a, a, uh, uh, a food drive yeah. based in and eight of the eight of the ten precincts that they held them at were majority Democrat. Minimum four Democrats to one Republican. Some you, of them as much as nine to one. Can you imagine? Could you imagine, Ron? Somebody offered me food to go vote. You know, I'm not. I'm too old to punch him in the face, but that's what I'd want to do. I can't imagine. That anybody's, I can't imagine selling your vote. I can't. I just can't. I, I know they do it. I'm not arguing with you because I heard about it. I got the news about it. I was, it was a shame that anything like that takes place, but that takes place all over the country and especially all over Louisiana all the time. So that, but here's the sad well, thing, I'm, Ron. I'm hoping here's the sad thing. How many people in Caddo Parish didn't even go vote? that would have voted Republican or conservative or whatever, didn't even go vote. Too busy. They got a life to live. They got to go Christmas shopping. They got to go hunting and fishing. They get to go on a vacation during the holidays. And they had eight days to vote. How sad is that for the American people and the people in Louisiana and the people in Cattle? How sad is that? I agree. I agree. That's I was, we, we elected a commissioner here in our district. Uh, he'll be taking, I guess, coming on board in January, Chris Crackman. I hope he... I hope he you know, jumps into the board and, and actually does something. We've, we've had a guy there now that uh, he's a good friend of mine, but he, he's had some health issues that's, that's kept him from really being the fighter that we needed up there. So I'm hoping that uh, this new new person will, will change a lot of that commission. If you're going to – if you if you, if you you could put places to go eat, and uh, that, that – I, I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away – how much people will sell that boat for nothing. For nothing. That blows my mind. But it happens. Well, according, according to what Lewis and them had on American Ground Radio, that's, they actually read the, the statute and what, what happened, what the cattle parish did was against the law. Now, I don't know if there'll be, uh, if, there, if, if, the, uh, if the recount, you know, doesn't, doesn't show, you know, uh, an actual winner, I'm wondering if there's going to be a lawsuit regarding that. Well, I think here's what's going to happen. They're going to have this count. You're probably going to have the hand count. Uh, this could go on a while. You know, the sheriff, if I, if I recall, the sheriff doesn't take, the new sheriff will not be in that position till probably July 1st if all sheriffs are the same where they vote and it takes about a six-month transition, six, seven, eight-month transition. So uh, this could go on a while, unfortunately. I just...
It's, it's frustrating to watch and to know that something like that can happen. But as far as the recount, whatever happens, they're going to have to accept because that's what's in place. Anyway, appreciate the call, Ron. Is Ron gone? Okay, okay, I thought so. All right, thanks, Ron. Appreciate it. Well, time will tell. Uh, y'all let the process go through right now. This is nothing like what they did to Trump. This is just a plain recount. One guy won by one vote. If I want to beat you, Joe, by one vote, I would expect you to want to recount. I would expect you to go through the process. And I would just sit back and let the process take its place. That's not the point I'm worried about, but I've already explained that. Take a break. Be right back. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Listen. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It's only adding to the tension. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. There is understandable fear in communities across the country. After Attorney General Merrick Garland says increased threats against Jews and Muslims here in the U.S., Saturday, three men of Palestinian descent were shot and wounded in Burlington, Vermont. That investigation, including whether this is a hate crime, is ongoing. The suspected gunman Jason Eaton was just in court in Burlington to face charges. The families of Israeli hostages who'll be set free today have just been notified. The last group on the last day of a ceasefire in Gaza to be swapped for Palestinian prisoners. Mark Regev, an advisor to Israel's prime minister, tells Fox. Every time you work with Hamas, it's, 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 it's always difficult. Uh, it's like having your teeth pulled. It's painful. In the end, you hope we get a positive result. So we will see tonight if we get the last 11. Okay. And if that's true... We can start having conversations. Can this humanitarian pause be extended? Israel says it would only extend that ceasefire if more hostages are released. Iran-backed militants have targeted the U.S. and the Middle East again after more than 70 attempted attacks on American forces based in Iraq and Syria. This one was at sea. The USS Mason responded to a distress call from an Israeli ship after it was targeted by hijackers off the coast of Yemen. Sources tell Fox News five armed gunmen seized the tanker called the Central Park. They were all arrested by the U.S. military. After those arrests, Houthi forces then fired two ballistic missiles at the USS Mason. But Fox's Jillian Turner reports those missiles landed in the sea miles away. The team with the worst record in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers, have fired its head coach after another loss. Frank Reich just 1-10 in in his first and only season coaching Carolina. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter's casket being moved to the Carter Presidential Library in Georgia right now for a public viewing. Tomorrow, President Biden will attend a memorial service before a private burial Wednesday. She died at age 96 with ex-president Jimmy Carter by her side. He's 99, also in hospice care. America's listening to Fox News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. 
MediShare is a proven thing, too. For over 30 years, it's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing, too. If you join before November 30th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another $150 savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second, but just call. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline's November 30th. So call now and you'll save even more. Here's the number, 877-64-BIBLE. That's 877-64-BIBLE, 877-64-BIBLE. Court-appointed special advocates, or CASA, are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. <laughs> Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, it's your opportunity to be a voice. All righty. Wow. Let me do this real quick. Let's see, JoJo. All right, here we go. Anyway, I appreciate it. I, I humbled... Uh, one of the sheriff candidates had called in from Caddo. I mean, he didn't have to do that. It was awful nice. And uh, Robert called in. He's, he works with all that, so they know what's going on. So uh, just a situation that, folks, it's going to end up playing itself. I, I told you my fear was the backside. If it, if uh, I know what people do. And uh, I know how people can take stuff out of proportion and all that stuff. So I just uh, – I just, I just think we gotta let it run its course. I mean, it could, it could go down to have national implications because I know our people in the media twist stuff. If you start seeing CNN and MSNBC and CBS and ABC down there, they're gonna try to create something that doesn't need to be created. Uh, and like I said, I have no horse in the race. Don't know anything about the candidates. Uh, just, just information that. Uh, I thought it was it was we should I should share and I did and I appreciate the people that called in. Uh, I want to talk about something else too. Y'all have heard me talk a lot. You've heard the Republicans talk a lot about closed primaries. Uh, we're one of the few states of the fifty states. That's fifty. Obama said it was fifty-seven, but that would be Islam, uh, Muslim uh, states. So forty-seven, forty-eight of them use closed primaries. Uh, Seem to work pretty good. If 
Jeff Saddle had a piece. Louisiana conservatives in place for closed primaries. The conservatives part of the party is. What about the weak side of the party? The Garrett Graves and the Psycho Bills and, uh, and people like that at the party. They don't want nothing to do with a closed primary. I'm, I'm going to make a statement, though. We got, and, and Jeff, and, and, and you can go look at all the Hayrod, Saddle, Louisiana conservatives in place for closed primaries. And he talks about how, you know, Governor, Governor Lake, uh, Jeff Landry, he wants it. Jeff Landry went in first round. We now, according to the official count, we have 28 state senators out of 39. 28, supermajority, over a supermajority. So you also have 72 House members, okay, that are Republicans. Out of 105, only 33 are Democrats. They may be an independent, but I'm just say Democrats. So it would seem to me that a lot of people ran on closed primaries. Seems to me one of the first acts, and you can get mad at me all you want to say this ought to not be the first act. We got so much more to do. Yes, but this is an important act to do. This is an important situation. We have to do closed primaries, and it has to be done early. It has to be done in the first session. If closed primaries are not passed in the first uh, session, then the only thing that's going to pass is going to be watered-down closed primaries. Let me give you an example of what I mean by that. If all we're going to do is our federal guys, you know, Congress, House and Senate races, if all we're going to do is close primaries for them, that ain't good enough. At least statewide elected officials and people running for the House and Senate in the state of Louisiana, maybe parish president, we ought to have closed primaries. I think they ought to do it all. But the problem with trying to get something like that, that's when the deals start to get cut in the background. You remember, term limits started out was one term, Joe, one term. That was it. It ended up being three terms. And you can still, if you're in the House and you, you Francis Thompson, great example, the fee. Yeah, they call him the fee. The fee. The fee Thompson was in the House for 432 years. I'm only exaggerating. I'm only exaggerating a little bit. But he's been there. He was in the House for 32 years. He went in the Senate. 12 more years, that's 44 years. He's back in the House. He won again. It's going to be 50 years. I'm not, I'm not picking on the feet. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Christian, non-Christian, it didn't matter. But that's not the term limits. When Vitter and them decided to do this, that's what they could get past. And to me, that was not the term limits people were looking for. A couple of terms at the most, get the heck out and you can't go back. They didn't, that's not the term limits we were looking for. We settled for it. In the closed primary argument, we cannot settle for something watered down like, well, we're going to pass closed primaries this year just on the congressional races and the Senate race, and then we'll work on it next year or the year after because I'm tired of, I'm tired of saying step in the right direction. It, it's a shame to move a step in the right direction. We need to run in the right direction. We actually need to get in a vehicle that hits zero to 60 in 4.2 seconds. Can't do that in an electric vehicle. 
That's what we need. Close primaries are going to help this thing. Everybody got so mad at the Republican Party when they jumped out and endorsed Jeff Landry. Did, did he win? I, I think he won. Did he win in the first round? I think he did. Nobody's criticizing it now. So, And that was done because we don't have closed primaries. And, folks, if you're joining me and you don't know what I'm talking about, every state, with the exception of Alaska and maybe one other one, they let Republicans pick their own, Democrats pick their own. They do it in the spring. And then when we come to election, there's no runoff stuff. People can still run on a third party. Okay, they can still run as a third party. It's not a problem. And these ballots. But it's a little harder for them to win. I didn't say it's impossible, but it's harder. So they can still run. But what we do, we get all this fighting out the way in April or May, and then when the election comes around in October, November, you have the election, and it's over. There's no runoff. It's over. Republicans have put up their candidate, and Democrats have put up their candidates. And that's, that's just the way it is. They, they put up their candidates, and, and then you do like Alabama does, and Mississippi does, and Arkansas does, and Texas does. You have one election. You don't have a runoff in December like we did. When nobody went to vote. You had a runoff in the cattle parish sheriffs when nobody went to vote. When you think about out of 100% of the registered voters, you got 20-something percent that voted. So you got two-thirds in the House and two-thirds in the Senate. You got the governor. And everybody talked about this. And you may look at it and say, oh, this is the last thing we got to worry about. That's not true. If they don't do this in the first session and they don't pass it in the first session, kiss it goodbye. And it doesn't need to be watered down just to talk about federal or just the statewide. It needs to be for everybody. Parish presidents. You, I'm just telling you, you wouldn't have some of these parish presidents win if they had to go through a Republican primary. And for somebody to say, but we're in there with the worst kind of people. That's not happening all over the country. We don't have the worst kind of people being elected all over the country. That's not reality. But then we can't. The good news is a Jay Darden and a Scott Angel can't knife us in the back. They can't because they're going to get beat in the closed primary. People like Jay Darden and them won't even run for office, you hope. And by the way, by the way, and somebody responded to me. Now, if you have a, a race and somebody, well, you get plurality. You get a plurality vote in a, in a presidential race. You got plurality vote. And that means just like the president, Bill Clinton never got 50%, ever. Two elections, never got it. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that if the Republicans are going to get this done, they got to do it one of the first things they do. If they don't do it one of the first things they do, well, we'll do it next year. When they say we'll do it next year, when they say we'll do it next year, write it down. We're never doing it. And I can tell you right now, uh, it needs to be done first thing they need to do. I'm just, I'm just, I just think it's one of the first things. Out of the, it ought to be easy. You know, you got a guy like Jeremy Lacombe. Jeremy Lacone, and I can mention a parish president race where somebody jumps in the Republican Party late. We had it here. They jump in the Republican Party late. They're not Republicans. They've never been Republicans. The whole family never been Republicans. Jeremy Lacone was a Bell Edwards sycophant. Okay? And then he tried to run for Senate, 
And Klein Peter wiped him out because he was a he was a bella with sycophant. And then Lacombe ran for his house seat, but he he changed from Democrat to Republican. Why? He couldn't win as a Democrat. But if you had closed primaries, he'd have got waxed back in the spring. He'd had to run as a third party. And he wasn't going to win anything doing that. You know? He ain't changed his vote. Look at his vote. Lacombe's got one of the worst voting records in the state. But he's in there, and he's a fake Republican. Just think of somebody like Bogus Boboye had to run in a Republican primary against a really stout conservative, a real conservative, and used his voting record. Bogus Boboye would have never won. He would have got beat in the primary. He'd have been at home already. But he ran against some leftist Democrat, now bragging how big he won. He didn't run against anybody. So Republicans better do it, and they better do it early. This is one of the things I'm counting on them to do. All right, we got to take a break. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax. Wealth Management Hotline. We'll be right back. At the holidays, I use Cane River Pecan Company gifts to thank my loyal sponsors. Cane River Pecan Company is family-owned. Louisiana company since 1969 and features the premier selection of gourmet pecans in the South. Visit CaneRiverPecan.com and see why pecan gifts are the perfect way to strengthen business relationships and recognize loyal customers. Call toll-free 800-293-8710. Again, the number is 800-293-8710. And ask to have a free catalog sent to you or visit them online at CaneRiverPecans.com. Do what Moon does. That's me. Get pecans from Cane River Pecan Company. Once again, call toll-free 1-800-293-8710. 1-800-293-8710. Hey, I've been doing this for many, many years. Send Cane River Pecan, they'll never forget you. CaneRiverPecans.com. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement, South Star Urgent Care. It's the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Storage and Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of if, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad. Maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures. South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. Okay, so you... Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to be back with you folks. Hope you had a blessed Thanksgiving as we head into the Christmas season. It is rocking and rolling. Uh, Black Friday, Brandon, I do what I normally do. 
Watched a little football and stayed away from the stores. <laughs> My whole goal on Black Friday is don't go to town. <laughs> this, I had plenty of food to cook. You know, I had a ham left over. I made some ham and a sausage red beans. And then uh, yesterday I, I had some turkey left over. I had some chicken left over. And I made me a turkey chicken sausage gumbo. Man. So I, I was set. I was set for a few days. All right. Uh, one of the things that disturbed me, I want to read this. But Democrats keep riding the abortion issue to victory. They claim they want all these abortion issues. They didn't win it here. They didn't win it in Mississippi, but they claim they want all the abortion issues because Ohio did what they did. Let me tell you something. It says a lot about our country, where we're headed at, where we're headed. When you got a party, a major party like the Democrat Party, who can win on killing babies. I, I mean, I'm, I'm being honest with you. If your issue, we're going to allow you to keep killing babies. And that's your issue. And people in your state vote for killing babies. And that's what they can win on. Our, our country is going to hell in a handbasket. We can't do nothing about it. Ron Foshe, well, Democrats keep rotting the abortion vic- issue to victory. By the way, and he does make a good point. I'm not a big Foshe guy. He's a big lib. Uh, he said the issues included everything that encompasses the woman's control of her own life and body, privacy, contraception, health care, parenting, poverty, gender equality, sexual orientation, joined together on abortion rights, bound to a wider combination of issues as political potency. So, folks, uh, one of the things he didn't mention was, do you believe men can get pregnant? There's a 100% chance that a, woman, a man can never be pregnant, but that's what Democrats believe. That's what they're telling people. You believe that? You believe we ought to cut the penises off of young kids and call them a girl at 10 years old? Democrats believe that. Everything they believe, the poverty, they created the poverty. They created the inner cities. They created most of the poverty that's in this country. People are voting for poverty. People are voting for abortion. People are voting for the whack, whack the tally whack off of a a young 10-year-old kid. This is the Democrat Party, the party of hate, party of filth. I got another story I'll get to later today. Uh, people don't believe the American dream's going to happen. You're voting Democrat. Your your ship can't come in. It's never been built. It's not going to be built. You're waiting for government to come in and make you prosperous and rich and fair. It can't happen. It's not happened in one country yet that it's been tried for the masses. Few people get rich. I just think, wow, you can win on killing babies. And look, it's, it's the way they frame it that these young women, especially young women, want to vote against Republicans and stuff. Is the way they frame the argument. Oh, they take it away. You're right. We had a right forever. Killing babies. I mean, killing babies. I just, I can't believe you can go out there in America in the time and go, hey, man. They're going to take away your right to slaughter an innocent child when you go, hey, let them do that. I'll be darned. No way. I can't let them do that. I got to be able to kill my baby. And people vote for it. I mean, that's, that's sick. That's really sick. But yet... It's, it's, uh, 
It's what Ron Foshe is wrong. Can they ride an abortion issue to victory? Going to ride killing a baby to victory? What kind of country do we have now? By the way, I saw a deal the other day that abortions, they had 32,000 less abortions so far this year. That means we had 32,000 babies that were born. They act like it's a bad thing. We had 32,000 babies that came uh, in America. And we didn't kill them. And the media's upset because they didn't kill them. Call it what it is. It's killing babies. And see, the thing about it is the left can say, it's just right. It's a part of, uh, it's part of health care. That's, that's, that's a total deception to the people that are out there. It's a total lie. Oh, we settled that argument. The Republicans are going to lose if that's their argument. That ain't what's sad. What's sad is Democrats would win making an argument that killing a baby is good. We, we, we let them twist it. Y'all Republicans are going to, then we get beat. <laughs> I mean, my Lord, you can't lose the argument by giving up. And that's what the left wants. That's what the media wants. That's what Satan himself wants. Wants to give up. They want us to give up. They want us to quit. It's a, it's a shame. As I watch this, I, I'm just totally shocked. The winning issue for the leftist party of filth and party of hate is killing babies. Wow. Wow. All right, we got to take a break. When we get back, the climate czar will join us. Louisiana getting ready to sink down, folks. Global warming. Climate czar Stephen Paul will join us. Looking forward to it. We'll take a break. Be right back. cybersecurity needs of your business keeping you up at night? Our Convergence was founded by two honest men, respected and faithful Louisiana natives over 20 years ago. Their passion for excellence and service led to the growth one customer at a time and expanded to the entire Gulf Coast region. Our Convergence has established a long history of being trusted cybersecurity and advanced technology partners for large enterprise-grade companies, including universities, banks, healthcare providers. Our Convergence also offers the same level of expertise and service to small businesses with no IT staff, none. Give Our Convergence the chance to earn your business by calling them at 1-800-820-9695, 800-820-9695, or by visiting their website, iConvergence.com, iConvergence.com. Let the professionals at Our Convergence get you taken care of, and you're going to feel safe from the changing cybersecurity landscape. At the holidays, I use Cane River Pecan Company gifts to thank my loyal sponsors. Cane River Pecan Company is family-owned, Louisiana company since 1969, and features the premier selection of gourmet pecans in the South. Visit caneriverpecan.com and see why pecan gifts are the perfect way to strengthen business relationships and recognize loyal customers. 
Call toll-free 800-293-8710. Again, the number is 800-293-8710. And ask to have a free catalog sent to you or visit them online at caneriverpecans.com. Do what Moon does. That's me. Get pecans from Cane River Pecan Company. Once again, call toll-free 1-800-293-8710. 1-800-293-8710. Hey, I've been doing this for many, many years. Send Cane River Pecan, they'll never forget you. CaneRiverPecans.com. What's for dinner? This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Dear John, uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious and I can quit whenever I want. But when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. One in three adults has prediabetes. That means it could be you, your best man, your worst man. (gasps) Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org to know where you stand. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back, Moon Show. Great to have you with us. Don't forget the uh, raisin cane. I'm not in the raisin cane. Listen, to me. you think I'm already thinking of lunch? Cane rib pecans. <laughs> raisin cane. I'm gonna build him. Cane rib pecan giveaway is now. Make sure you uh, you check it out. All you gotta do is email me moon at moongrafon.com and say you want to win. Hey, we can help a brother out or a sister. It doesn't matter. Cane River Pecan, you just email me, moon at moongrafon.com. Say you want to win, leave an address. If you win, we're going to do three of them today, too. We're going to pick them after this next segment. But honored to have my friend, Stephen Paul, my climate czar. Stephen, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Moon, I had a great Thanksgiving. Got to spend time with the kids and the wife. It was good. I hope you did as well. I did. I told him, <laughs> I told him food, fun, football, fishing. It was another one I'm missing. Uh, we <laughs> it was a great weekend. Uh, all right, Stephen, I get back, and of course, they already start headline new climate assessment details, litany of threats closing in on Louisiana. You know, it's so sad that, and then they write about what we're trying to do. If you go down to the coast, somebody will tell you we're losing coast, and yet they won't tell you why we're losing coast. They just automatically read a newspaper and believe. Man can change the weather. And I noticed they're not saying anything now that it's not so hot. Uh, but you get these articles every now and then. It's just, it's, it's pretty pitiful, if you ask me. I read this article from the, from the Advocate. Um, let me pull up the, the, the headline here. Louisiana 2050, rising seas will upend life. Time is running out to limit the impact. <laughs> and I, I read it, and, and it's just... It's just one bit of nonsense after another bit of nonsense. I'll tell you what. Part of the way through the article, there's, there's a sub-headline in there, and it's a quote that they have in there. And, it, and the quote is, everything will change. And you know what, Moon? That's right. Do you know why that's right? 
because nothing stays the same. We think that everything is permanent. We think that just because something is the way it is today, it's always going to be this way. Why why are we thinking that? It's never, nothing in the history of this planet has ever stayed the same. There's not a single thing on earth that has never, ever changed. So, of course, everything's going to change. And if you think that nothing's going to change or nothing should change, then you're just you're, you're not understanding science. You, you haven't paid attention to the world around you. Moon, name one thing in the history of the planet that has never changed. I can't. I, I can't I, I either. can't name one thing that hadn't changed. And uh, you're correct. Nothing, nothing stays the same, but the, what they're basing this is on is an outright lie that you and me are running the planet, driving vehicles around. I mean, it's, it's, it's ludicrous on the, in the process. We got God on our side. We got science on our side. Are we going to listen to somebody writing an article? Well, and the main problem that they're highlighting in this article is coastal erosion. And, of course, they have another headline saying Baton Rouge is going to be the new Gulf of Mexico, that Baton Rouge is eventually going to be coastline. I'll take that and bet. Then you read I, bet a I bet that don't happen. Uh, yeah, I, I bet that doesn't happen either, it, especially since the headline's talking about 2050. Baton Rouge is not going to be the coast by 2050. They cite one geologist, one, who says it might happen in a few hundred years. Oh my, we're not going to be around, are we? <laughs> but, well, who, who can tell exactly what's going to happen with the coastline in Louisiana a couple hundred years from now, especially when you're highlighting the wrong problem? The main problem with coastal erosion in South Louisiana, it's not the oil companies. It's not sea level rise. It's a lack of sedimentary deposit. The, the whole south of Louisiana, the whole Gulf Coast, is, was part of the delta system of the Mississippi and the Red River Valleys. So all of the sediment that's come out of the Mississippi. And by the way, the Mississippi touches, what, 32 different states, the Mississippi River System, yep. from, from the Great Lakes all the way over to the Rockies. All of that land drains, the water that falls on that drains down towards South Louisiana. And it used to be that that would spread out into a massive delta across Louisiana, sure. and all of the sediment that had been washed down the Mississippi and the Red River Valleys and the Missouri River and the Ohio River, all of that would end up down in South Louisiana. Every bit of land created in South Louisiana was created from sediment that came from somewhere else. But when we started to develop the Red River, when we started to develop the Mississippi River, we began to build these uh, levees to prevent flooding. Well, by preventing the flooding, we've prevented the deposit of sediment down into South Louisiana. And the reason why that land is going away is because we're not refilling it with new land from Ohio, new land from Montana, new land from Minnesota, the way things used to be done back before we built the levees. That's the problem with with, uh, coastal erosion in South Louisiana, is that we're not replenishing the land with new sediment. You know, I sent you, I, I sent you to KATC. They did a special over here about regrowing the land. They took those sediments and started putting them back down there, Chafalaya River, or whatever. And all of a sudden, they got land growing again. So, if you mm-hmm. go look at what the experts are saying, that what they want to do with the coast is start dropping settlements back in there to do what it normally did. Then they turn around and say sea levels are rising. 
Your levels are not rising. Come on, Stephen. That's so crazy that people are buying into it. That's the point that gets me so mad. And and the other part is that even if sea level is rising, it's rising at such a slow rate, and it's been doing that since the end of the last ice age. Okay, <laughs> so when we start talking about climate change, you you can't just take a myopic little view of oh my gosh, things have changed in the last twenty years. You have to look at you have to look globally, and. Since the last little, they called it the little ice age, the Maunder minimum, we had, uh, the, there was actually more ice on Earth back in the 1800s than there is today. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not because of carbon dioxide. It's because of the natural cycle of, of a climate on Earth. Yeah. Well, as, that, as the ice has retreated a bit, mostly naturally, like the vast majority of it's been very natural processes, as that ice has retreated, yeah, there's been a slight increase in sea level. But for South Louisiana, it's the, it's the lack of sedimentary deposit that's a much bigger deal. Look, we've got to study history. If you don't understand your history, then you can't understand your future. So Shreveport. Shreveport was created, Captain Shreve, right? There's a big story. Captain Shreve was hired. He came and he cleared out the log jam, the, the great raft in the Red River, and made the Red River navigable, right? We've heard this story. Yep. Well, the thing is, when the red, that big great raft was going on a Red River, the Red River was actually separating. It was no longer going to deposit into the Mississippi River. It was going to spread out through the delta out into the Gulf of Mexico. We people, humans, cut a channel so that the Red River would continue to deposit into the Mississippi River rather than the Red River depositing its sediment down into South Louisiana. We did that so it would be easier to navigate the river, but in the process, that's that's one of the reasons why we're not depositing sediment down in South Louisiana is because of the city of Shreveport. We wanted Shreveport to actually have a port. Yeah. You see, all that stuff is so explainable, but it's not explainable when you're the, the daily uh, the, the advocate, the devil's advocate, when you want your angle to be more important. And, and part of the problem from the reporter's standpoint, I believe, as I was reading the article, the reporter simply isn't curious. The reporter's not asking questions. The reporter's just trying to tell you their narrative. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not going, wait, why is the coastal eroding? They, they find, they simply go, well, it must be climate change. They've bought into climate change. They, here's a great example. The reporter says several times in there, storms are going to get worse. Well, why do you think that? Why, why do you think hurricanes are going to get worse when supposedly we've been having the you know, man-made global warming since the 1950s and the number of hurricanes has actually decreased over that time. Why would you say that now storms would get worse into the future if you've paid attention to what's been going on since the 1950s? There is no correlation between rising global temperatures and an increase in tropical systems. It's just not true. Actually, the number of large tornadoes has been decreasing as temperatures have risen across the planet. So why would you say that storms are getting worse if you were interested in reporting facts, 
the only reason you say your storms are getting worse is because you've come you, you are either interested in saying something that's not true or you have bought into the people who are interested in saying things that are not true yeah, no doubt about it Stephen paul my climate czar we'll come back talk a little bit more with him Stephen. thank you it's just so much sense you got the science to back you up it's a shame what i'm watching though let me take a break you're yep. listening to the moon Graphone show Stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at Stockapond.com. That's Stockapond.com. Don't forget it. Stockapond.com. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement, South Star Urgent Care. It's the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of if, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad. Maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures. South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to SouthStarMoon.com, SouthStarMoon.com. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there are oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you, or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Everywhere you turn. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Before we get back to the climate zone, I want to mention my good friends at South Star Urgent Care. South Star Urgent Care. Everybody goes by these urgent cares and wonder, who's the best one? Who's the, who's the good one? South Star Urgent Care. You've seen them growing all over the state of Louisiana. It originally started right here in Lafayette. It's grown around the great state of Louisiana. Look, they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to they're gonna treat you like you want to be treated. And they do so many things at South Star Urgent Care. You just couldn't imagine the things they could do. Help you with allergies, asthma, coughs, congestion. They do x-rays, dehydration stuff, fever, flu, uh, flu, RSV, COVID stuff, sprain, stain. I mean, they do it all. And but I tell you what, folks, they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. Genuine smile to get you taken care of. They're open after hours and weekends. And go to southstarmoon.com. Please go to southstarmoon.com. Save time in the clinic and check in online. Find out where there's one near you, South 
SouthStarMoon.com. When it comes to care, South Star Urgent Care takes a backseat to no one. They're really good. I've used them before several times. You should too. SouthStarMoon.com, SouthStarMoon.com. All right, Stephen Parr, the climate czar. Stephen, what do you make? Uh, they keep talking about all these investments in the state of Louisiana, billions of dollars of investments to suck air out, just suck air out and put it in the ground. What do you make? If I think of some dumb things, this has got to be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of in my whole life. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Look, when we talk about running government like a, a business, one of the things that we we talk about is it, it's not just a matter of using words that sound kind of like business words. For example, the word investment. Yeah. In a business standpoint, if you're investing money in something, you expect a return on that money. Sure. You expect to somehow that that's going to benefit your business, yeah, right? So. so so for say your your radio show, right? You go, I'm going to make an investment. I'm going to get a, a new microphone because I expect this microphone's going to sound oh, it's going to sound so good and as a result of it sounding so good, people will listen more and all this type of stuff. Okay, so you've made an investment, you expect to make money off of it. Moon, how how do people make money from carbon dioxide being underground? <laughs> how, how does how does that help anybody? How do you make money you're going to spend millions of dollars to pump carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and shove it into the ground, a full mile. You've got to drill the hole. You've got to run the electricity. You've you got to put under high pressure. You've got to shove it down under the ground. Now, how does that make money? What do you sell? What, what is somebody going to buy from you for having put that carbon dioxide in the ground? No, it does anything. Nothing. That's the point I'm making. It does nothing, and yet they've... These companies, and they're all and gas companies are doing it, and chemical plants are doing it because of the money that's involved coming from the federal government. They only do uh, it because so, of that. So the only way for businesses to make money is if the government simply gives them the money. But the government isn't going to make any money off of that. The government is going to be using your taxpayer dollars to simply give that money to the businesses that are doing it. That's why I'm saying this isn't an investment. It is a waste. It is a boondoggle. The government can't make money back off of putting carbon dioxide into the ground. It's not an investment. It's well, a waste, and yet they'll use the word investment to lie to you to make you think this is a smart idea. Why? How does it benefit all these companies that are taking this money besides putting money in their pocket off the top, the dollars that are coming in? How do, how do they go make money on this? It, the only way they make money is from the government giving them dollars or from the government giving them tax breaks or from the government. The, the only way any of this makes any sense is the government. So it's in some parts of the country already. The government has set up these artificial carbon dioxide marketplaces mm -hmm. where you can trade credits for somebody else. So if you've got a business that's not creating a whole bunch of carbon dioxide, there's another business that has to pay you money because they want to create a whole bunch of carbon dioxide. But the only reason this market exists is because the government has mandated it through laws. So they've created this artificial marketplace yeah. simply to try and punish people who are producing electricity, punish people who are producing oil and gas. That's the only reason they created it. And so that's the only way that these businesses make money off of it is through artificial, fake 
boondoggles. Yeah, the, the thing about it is, let's say today I said, okay, Stephen, the federal government is out of the business. Good luck to you. Uh-huh. How many people in the private sector are going to do this? I'm talking about None. carbon capture, wind, solar None. panels, windmills. How many businesses will be in this cra- electric vehicles? Who would be in it if the government didn't say you will buy into climate change law? How many would be involved? Zero. Zero. Carbon capture, there's not a single company on the planet that would do carbon capture if governments weren't creating artificial marketplaces or governments weren't directly subsidizing them. Windmills, the windmills are not energy efficient enough to make a profit without government subsidies. Even Tesla's, which, you know, Tesla's a great company, it's making lots of money, right? The only reason Tesla is able to be profitable is because the federal government is giving it money directly and then giving its customers money to buy a Tesla. The government is heavily subsidizing every single Tesla that is sold. That's the only reason Tesla is profitable. Yeah, and, and to think about this, by they printing all this money we don't have and running up debt we don't have, you and me got high prices on everything. Food, vehicles, anything we buy, this is out of control. But until American people, you know, back in the day, all in gas and these companies fought these people. They gave in because somebody said, I got a dollar over here. Right, if you got a dollar, I'm in. Come on, let's be blunt. They were fighting and doing a good job of fighting. The law, the total law of that we are going to change the planet atmosphere by not driving vehicles and using fossil fuels is such a lie to the American people. The oil and gas companies gave up after the Exxon Valdez oil spill. Uh, they realized that the media coverage was was going to be so negative of them. And look, it should have been the oil. The Exxon Valdez oil spill. The captain was drunk. He was high on cocaine or whatever, and, and it caused a massive oil spill in the the Gulf of Alaska. It was awful, awful environmental problem. But because of the way that was covered, the oil companies went. You know what? You can't fight people who buy ink by the like by the gallon. So when the media in the late nineties. 100% bought into the climate change theory. With, when they stopped being objective about climate change, the oil companies went, you can't beat them, might as well join them. And they found a way to make money off of doing something that was not actually in their corporation's best interest. But you know what? That's how these government subsidies started yeah, working. And the government has put so much pressure on them. The media has helped spur this our universities are destroying our young people with lies about all this woke stuff and how we're going to save the planet i mean this is absolutely insane i didn't mind when i didn't mind if argentina bought into it in russia i don't mind if europe buys into it the united states of america is standing tall because we hadn't bought into this craziness now that we're buying into it we're not going to be standing tall we're not going to be standing at all that's what's so sad you know who hasn't bought into it? China. China's China smart. will give you lip service, but they'll build another coal plant tomorrow. Absolutely. And they'll build another one the day after that. And, and they'll build another one the day after that. And they'll, they'll sell everything to uh, us because our government's in line ready with a check. Stephen Paul, well, thank you, sir. Thank you, Moon. Appreciate you. We'll do it again. By the way, let me announce the three winners. James Brissett, Baton Rouge, Jeb Huval, Karen Crow. And Maya Keys in West Monroe, y'all the winners of the Cane River Pecans. I've just sent it off for you. It's on the way. All right, we'll take a break. 
Or to come on the Moon Grove Farm Show. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette, a Town Square Media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. This is a Fox News alert, an extended truce on Lisa Brady. Cutter just confirming that Israel and Hamas have reached agreement to extend the humanitarian pause in the Gaza Strip for an additional two days. This was the last scheduled day of the original four-day pause, including hostage releases by Hamas and Israel freeing some Palestinian prisoners. Talk centered on Hamas agreeing to release 20 more hostages and Israel 60 more Palestinian prisoners. The original deal called for 50 Israeli to be freed in exchange for 150 Palestinians. Fox's Jonathan Savage. A U.S. ship is targeted after coming to the rescue in the Persian Gulf. U.S. Navy sailors yesterday aboard the USS Mason responded to a distress call from an Israeli ship after it was targeted by hijackers off the coast of Yemen. Sources tell Fox News five armed gunmen seized the tanker called the Central Park. They were all arrested by the U.S. military. After those arrests, Houthi forces then fired two ballistic missiles at the USS Mason. That attack, described by sources as a major escalation. Fox's Jillian Turner, those missiles fell short of the Mason. Iran-backed groups have spent weeks launching drones and rockets at U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria, with the U.S. launching several retaliatory airstrikes on Iranian targets. Meantime, just getting word, the Pentagon believes Sunday's attempted hijacking of that commercial vessel appears to have been carried out by Somali pirates and not Houthis. A Vermont man accused of shooting three men of Palestinian and dissent over the weekend, held without bail for now, just arraigned, with a not guilty plea entered on his behalf. It's being investigated as a possible hate crime. Two of the victims were wearing traditional Palestinian scarves. Police said the suspect confronted them, firing at least four shots from a pistol, then fleeing on foot. He did not speak, and police say there is no additional information to suggest the suspect's motive. Fox's Molly Line. America is listening to Fox News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too. For over 30 years, it's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing, too. If you join before November 30th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another $150 savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second, but just call. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline's November 30th. So call now and you'll save even more. Here's the number, 877-64-BIBLE. That's 877-64-BIBLE. 877-64-BIBLE. 
President Biden will apparently skip a major climate summit, at least in person. The United Nations Conference of Parties on Climate will not have President Biden in attendance. That, according to a U.S. official, despite climate change being a major part of the administration's agenda, dozens of countries are expected to push for a deal to move off of carbon emissions and transition to more renewable forms of energy at the meeting this week in Dubai. Meanwhile, the president could focus on a number of issues related to the Middle East, such as the future of his $106 billion emergency package that includes aid to Israel and Ukraine. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. More ships are streaming toward Ukraine's Black Sea ports and heading out, loaded with grain, metals, and other cargo, despite the threat of attack and explosive mines. This is happening under a fledgling ship corridor launched after Russia pulled out of a U.N.-brokered agreement this summer that had allowed food to flow safely from Ukraine during the war. A sandwich chain wants to change hands, but will have to serve up reassurance for regulators first. Nearly 60 years of family ownership could come to an end when the Subway sandwich chain sells to the private equity firm Rourke Capital. Subway built up from a $1,000 investment by 17-year-old Fred DeLuca in 1965 to pay for college tuition, now a $9 billion behemoth. But hold the mayo. Senator Elizabeth Warren applauding the FTC for launching a sandwich shop monopoly probe, noting that Rourke's already owns competing chains, Arby's, Jimmy John's, McAllister's Deli, and Schotsky's along with Duncan, Buffalo Wild Wings, and Sonic. The progressive Warren posting on X, we don't need another private equity deal that could lead to higher food prices and a sandwich shop monopoly. Fox's Therese Crowley. Stocks are mixed to start this week. The Dow is down 80 points. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. Gifting Grace Project Hope for Homeless Children is looking for assistance to provide gifts for school children whose parents or guardians are considered homeless. You can donate money or toys. Please help children this holiday season by going to giftinggraceproject.com for all the details. The 13th Annual Professional Career Reception is set for Wednesday, November 29th, 4 to 6 p.m. at the Doubletree by Hilton on Pinhook Road in Lafayette. The event is hosted by the Lafayette Economic Development Authority, Cadiana Workforce Solutions, UL Lafayette, and other organizations. You can get the complete list of all the employers that will be at the job fair by calling 337-482-1444. See you at the Hilton in Lafayette, November 29th, 4 to 6 p.m. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel 965 this hour brought to you by Restoration One of Lafayette, your local expert for water, fire, and mold remediation. Call 337-RESTORE now and let them get your home back to its original glory. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Hour number three of the Moon Graffon Show. Your opportunity to be a voice. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, it's an opportunity to be a voice. Don't forget uh, Dan Bongino at 12 to 3. Sean Hannity, 3 to 5. Joe, drive time. Joe Cuttingham at 5 o'clock. Uh, Mark Levin, our friends at American Ground Radio. You just heard Stephen Parr. He is a one of the uh, sidekicks on American Ground Radio. They do really, really good job. He's really great on his climb. He's got it 100% right. And the idiots in the media got it 100% wrong. Uh, somebody wrote, Moon, it's more insidious than straight tax subsidies. The petroleum and other companies are forced by the government to remove carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, which makes no sense, to offset emissions of CO2 by their profitable commercial enterprise. That's right. They're taking money from what's profitable. The government regulators have so much power over companies, they can make them do any, no matter what, how outrageous and useless it is. The cost of hitting the price of goods and service, which makes ours go up higher. He's 100% right. Randy's 100% right. Here's another. This is the kind of stuff that's happening all over. Here's another one. Uh, hold up. Said, look at the companies like Tesla. Each car they make generates a soluble carbon offset credit they can sell to another company, which is under the gun of the government regulators for emissions. The first year Tesla was required to start including this in their financial reporting, it was over $1.5 billion, if I recall. All forced by governments and costs borne of the customers, whatever companies are forced to buy these credits. Thank you, Randy. Randy it's a lot. I know it's a lot. Let me, let me show you other things they're doing. Here was an article. UL Lafayette gets $86 million to build community resilience hubs. This is in the Vermillion. Let's read the first paragraph. The energy industry is changing. Each year, renewable sources of energy like solar and wind get cheaper and cheaper while the price of oil and gas only continue to rise. Bro, you know, that's an outright lie. They're having problems with the renewables because it's so expensive. And renewables is going to make everything go up because that's what they normally do. All prices, I'm paid $2. I paid $2.64 for gas. I paid $2.64 for gas 20, 30 years ago. All in gas, <coughs> excuse me, the way it's set up now, oil, gas, natural gas, calls the cheapest you can get. And it doesn't hurt the planet. While it would be unreasonable and impractical to simply stop using fossil fuels, yes, we're going to find out that it's no way you can. It's just unreal. Uh, many countries acknowledge this, which much of Europe looking into renewable uh, sources of energy, which are also making plans to have a net zero greenhouse gas emission within the next couple of decades. Not going to happen, folks. 24-hour states, including Louisiana, headed that way. That's because of John Bell crazy. I'm just telling y'all, all this stuff is nuts. It's at the highest level of fraud that I've ever seen imposed on the American people and the people in Louisiana has the Green New Deal all over it. It's a fraud. I'll stand in my grave when they lay me in my grave knowing I was right about this issue. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's going on 
And uh, all this stuff should be stopped now. It should be thrown away. China, a communist, hateful country that a key, if you look at them wrong, is right. <laughs> I hate to say it. They're the ones right about the climate. They're the ones right about the climate. This stuff is so much more expensive. Here's another one. Uh, they were called 32,000 hybrid Jeep Wranglers and SUVs after several catch fire. Okay, catch fire while just being parked. Here's another one. Thanksgiving could soon become another victim of climate change. Well, what's wrong? We can't raise turkeys now? ABC News, Thanksgiving dinner could soon become another victim. They're they, they telling people this. ABC News is telling people this. Of course, in South Louisiana, we don't eat a turkey. Yeah, we can eat a coon. We can eat a squirrel. We can eat deer. You know what I had, Brandon? I told you, uh, a table, we, I'll tell you what, we had fried turkey, two smoked turkeys, and a ham. You know what my mama made? Uh, crawfish uh, bisque. So you stuff it all in it. She's old fashioned. Oh, yeah. I love stuff the old it fashioned. In stuff oh, it in the crawfish man. head. Oh, man. How in the world is that going to end for us? Oh, my God. Hey, what else she did? She stuffed melatons. <laughs> you don't hear about that on Thanksgiving Day. Now, that I haven't melatons. had in a long time. Oh, my God. My mama used to make that when we man. Up all the time. But so you know the detail good. that goes into doing that in the crawfish heads, man? That's a lot of work. Well, oh, that's good, though. They, the report rising temperatures threatened abundance and quality of ingredients that make up traditional Thanksgiving death. Not if you don't get rid of oil and gas. <laughs> Not if we keep on pumping and, be, and go back to being independent. Self-reliance on oil and gas, what Donald Trump has, it, it wouldn't affect us at all. It's going to affect us if we go green. They're not even going to let you kill a turkey. We're going to tofu. Yeah, that's what we want, tofu. As a result, these essential food, uh, food items become increasingly scarce. That's what they're telling us. And more expensive. Potentially forcing families to omit to make substitution and key recipes on their Thanksgiving menus. The report cited, you ready? My favorite word. You ready? Experts. What's an expert? It's probably some of the dumbest people we have in the country. An expert. They don't know nothing. Who said produce, uh, produce let's say said produce is among foods most affected by climate change. Extreme weather events are affecting the yield of staple Thanksgiving ingredients and sweet potatoes and cranberries. Folks, sometimes it does affect it. Sometimes it don't. Climate change now is a cultural crisis. Impacting our traditions and cultures in ways never seen before. One example is Thanksgiving. You got people on the left trying to get rid of Thanksgiving. One, one of the ways to do it is say, well, we ain't got no more turkey. You can't make cranberry sauce anymore. This guy, Gupta, I think I read about him, though. He's a CEO of Climate AI. Gupta. Gupta nut. You talk about a a, a nut. He blamed climate change for food being costing more. No, 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 no. Yeah. The climate change, he's, what's making our food go up is the printing of money to give to these plants and companies so they can do something with the climate. And that's why things are higher. 
the COVID lie, and a lot of COVID was a lie. That's why it's higher. We're not energy independent. That's why it's higher. It ain't got nothing to do with because of the climate and it's hot. Everything we wanted to eat this Thanksgiving, we ate and more. An average Thanksgiving dinner for a family of 10 rose 20% between 21 and 22. That was right at the COVID time. We were printing as much money as we could. $20 increase from 2020. It's, this is silly. Climate change, one of the most significant factors in driving up costs, a lie. Just, they are able to lie, and the media is able to go do this, and they put this mess out there, and everybody knows they're full of crap. But we don't fight it. When our big companies quit fighting against this stuff is when we're going to have problems. By the way, Brandon, you did realize CNBC eliminated that dedicated staff covering climate change? <laughs> they got rid of Why? They're going broke with this stuff. CNBC eliminates climate deaths. No more dedicated staff covering climate change. Good. They're wasting that time anyway. Shut down its climate deaths. We'll no longer have dedicated journalists. Good. We need less journalists covering stupidity. A layoff, heartbreak, and finding... Uh, my truth wandering through the streets. <laughs> what a bunch of Rudy Poos. <laughs> oh, my God. Climate change. Just a lie. The whole thing. A deceptive lie is what it is. And yet, it's what these universities have done to us. By the way, Brian, did you know the border lobbyists, people that opened for open border lobbies. You know what they were lobbying for? Americans should open up their homes to illegal aliens. So how many of you people opened up your door, went down the street, and said, hey, y'all illegal? Oh, my gosh, I'm going to about that. No, no, you don't belong here. And communicated with them. Come on in my house. I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you're drug dealer, selling fentanyl. I don't care if you're in a child uh, uh, trade of uh, sex trade, sex slaves. Come on in my house. That's what you do, folks. That's who, that's who went to your house this weekend, huh, Brent? In Massachusetts, where the first Thanksgiving is considered has been celebrated, Americans are being urged by one of the nation's leading open border groups to open up their homes to border crosses and illegal aliens. We're asking people to open up their homes for three to seven days or two to three weeks, depending on what people are able to give. So not only just come eat. Hey, you just this is your bedroom. I'll take my daughter and my son. I'll put them in the bed with us, and y'all just enjoy yourselves and do as anything you want. I'm talking about stupidity. These are Democrat Party voters. These are people that vote for Democrats. They're the ones telling you uh, a man can get pregnant. <laughs> when I read stuff like that, I just think, wow, I'm not going nuts. Wow, I'm pretty smart. Wow, look to stupidity at the highest level. It's just, uh, yeah, just bring them in your house. Let them stay as long as they can. If it's for a week or two weeks, whatever, you can let them stay. Well, you just let them come in your house, live in your house. That's no problem. Brandon, Brandon, I hate to tell you, I got family members I don't want in my house for a week. <laughs> Right, next next year for Thanksgiving, let us open your house and just let people just come on in. 
Folks, these are the people that vote for Democrats. We're losing to nuts. We're losing to sickos and psychos. That's who we're losing to. Tell me where the country's headed. Take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. 